Type Network presents The views and opinions expressed in the Pisada Tales are solely those of the individuals involved and do not represent those of the people, institutions, or organizations that they may or may not be associated with professionally or personally unless explicitly stated. Any content provided by the host and guests are of their own knowledge and opinion and do not intend to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Through education, you can also better yourselves in other ways. You learn how to learn, how to think critically and find solutions to unexpected challenges. Education also teaches you the value of discipline. You can learn how to be a better human being. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pissarra Tales. I'm Jay Australia, or Sir Jay, as my students call me. Uh, and this podcast is all about my thoughts and experiences as a young millennial teacher. Welcome. Thank you very much for listening to our 42nd episode. Whether you are listening through Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, we appreciate you joining us this week. And as always, the Pissarra Tales is part of the Filipinas Indie Podcast and Entertainment Network, or Pipe Network for short. You can check out all the other amazing podcasts in the network, as well as other amazing content. Just click the link in the description of this episode. And in case you missed it, we also have a Facebook group. It's called the Teacher's Lounge by the Pissarra Tales. You can uh, you can join us there uh, to get updates on the show, uh, share some stories about teaching, or share some articles, new information, all that, and more in the Teacher's Lounge by the Pissarra Tales. And yeah, we... Uh, the the title of this episode might be a little bit telling right uh, this week we are going to talk about commencement and um not well it's go- it's going to be more of a free flowing episode i suppose because uh, when i was writing this i i didn't really honestly i didn't really know what to talk about uh but what i do know is that this might be my last episode not forever right uh but this might be my last episode for a while all right and i'll explain more about that uh in uh, in just a little bit right but um you know commencement uh this this episode i think i'm just going to share with you guys some of the things that i do uh to end the school year with my students as well as maybe some memories of i have i have with some of the uh you know graduation ceremonies or moving up ceremonies or end of school end of school year uh activities and whatnot so uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that and more right so we'll just go to take a quick break and then we'll be back this is the pisara tales If you're looking for a great vacation place this summer, then we've got a deal for you. La Casa Vacanze in Batangas City is a great place for your family to relax and enjoy. Go to pipenetwork.co slash lacasavacanze and use the promo code PISARA to get 300 pesos off per booking. More importantly, please don't forget to follow health and safety protocols in accordance with local and national guidelines. La Casa Vacanze, enjoy your stay! Hey everyone, we are the 3AM Avenue podcast series, ang hashtag tropang madaming ebas. 
here to have genuine conversations about life, love, career, and many more. Don't forget to search for us on Spotify. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 3AM Podcast Series to hear more about our tropas kwentuhans, adventures, and journey towards reaching our goals. See you, mga katropa! Epsi um. <laughs> Welcome back to the Pizarre Tales where you're still with me, Sir Jay. And uh, like I mentioned, this is uh, an episode on commencement. Right. Uh, I actually chose that particular word because uh, commencement is uh, really ironic if you think about it. Uh, we use the word in our, you know, uh, graduation ceremonies. Sometimes they're called, you know, commencement exercises. And well, the thing is, commencement is a word that means the opposite of it, right? Commencement means something to begin or to start, right? I'm, a- I actu- I'm actually reminded of uh, the scene from uh, the very first uh, Spider-Man movie, the one with Tobey Maguire in it. Uh, there was a scene there that, you know, they had their graduation, uh, him and uh, James Franco's character. Uh, I forgot his name. But anyway, the, uh, the, the dad of James Franco... Right, uh, who would eventually become uh, the Green Goblin? Spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> basically, he was saying this. Uh, he was talking to uh, Peter, Peter Parker, and he was saying that you know, commencement, the end of one thing, the start of something new. And I think it's really interesting to point out that we use that term commencement uh, when we have graduation rights because you know, graduation it's really something that isn't just you know, uh, isn't just finality. Of course, it is a an event to signify uh, the, the that you have uh, ended your uh, I wouldn't say career, but you would have ended you ended your run in your uh, in your schooling, right? Whether that be elementary, high school, or college, and you're now about to enter into the next chapter of your life, right? And so there's a certain uh, there's a certain poetic uh, niceness, I guess, to that whole idea of you know using the word commencement in uh, gradu- in describing graduation. Uh, I remember some of the uh, I remember my graduation ceremonies uh, when I was in high school and when I was in. Well, actually, I, re- I think I remember all of my graduation ceremonies. Uh, when I was in elementary, uh, thankfully I was the salutatorian, right? And, uh, you know, I was your typical uh, straight-A student. Hakot na awards, ganun. Saktong flex lang. So I would, I would go up there and, uh, you know, go up there multiple times and get awards and all that. And it was really, really fun. And it was, it was like, it was, it was a good feeling, of course, to get a lot of awards and all that. Uh, but when I was in high school, though, I wasn't really like top of my class or anything. Uh, in fact, I didn't get any awards. I was just your normal student by that time. Uh, so I got to experience, uh, I got to experience graduation a little bit different in that as well. Uh, it was just uh, it was bittersweet actually when I was in high school because uh, unfortunately one of my batchmates uh, one of my batchmates in uh, in high school uh, he passed away 
a few days before graduation. So it was actually a really bittersweet uh, moment. Right? Uh, shout out to Rod the Serena. Right? May you rest in peace, man. Uh, we miss you a lot. Um, it was really unfortunate because we were doing graduation practice and then, you know, uh, unfortunately, he passed away. And it was a really uh, heavy, it was a really meaningful and heavy uh, moment for us because, of course, we were so close. <laughs> we, every, everything was about to, you know, it was supposed to be celebratory. Uh, but it really is hard to celebrate uh, an, a joyous occasion like that when, you know, one of the people that you spent, you know, a total of four years with uh, in high school, it's uh, it's really sad. And I do remember that, uh, that unfortunate day, right? Uh, we were actually doing a grad practice and then uh, he... Uh, and then we just heard the news that, you know, he he's gone, and uh, they suspended grad practice for that day, and um, yeah, it was really tough. Uh, but what I was really, I guess, happy about is that, uh, of course, he was still part of the graduating class, and that um, when his name was called, everyone was just in a standing ovation. We we're really, really happy. Uh, well, happy in a in a different way, right? Uh, of course, he was gone, but you know, we, we remember him fondly and dearly. He was really one of the... Uh, he was really a funny guy. And, uh, you know, it was just tough. So, it's not your usual graduation story, but it's just something that I remember when I was in high school. When I was in college, graduation ceremonies uh we had two <laughs> one was for my college and one was for uh, university for the, the college graduation uh, was pretty straightforward we were in an auditorium everyone was getting awards everyone was getting their degree but i think the more meaningful one especially uh if you're a up student you would know this uh, the university graduation is very meaningful because there's that whole idea there's that whole ceremony of you uh shifting your supply so that sash we wear, it's called the sablay. Uh, you know, just like with you know, with people like moving that uh, that tassel in their togas. Uh, that's our version, and it's really a signif- uh, It's really a sign that you know you made it. Uh, we put a lot of premium towards graduation, especially here in this country, because it's. It's an achievement in itself. Of course, elsewhere, of course, elsewhere, it's also an achievement. But more so here, I think, because I feel like uh, that's that's pretty much every parent's goal for their kids. You know, mo magulang, mga magulang, uh, anong gusto mo para sa anong, sana makatapos sila, sana makatapos sila na pag-aaral and all that. So we really put a lot of, you know, a lot of premium on graduation. Because it's it's in it like and that, that signifies that hey you you made it for the students and of course for the parents who uh, you know work so hard to get their kids into uh, schooling and so it's usually it's usually a, a festive occasion in itself. Uh, in my graduation, I was just really happy because I I graduated from schooling. It was it, I mean it. it 
how else would you describe graduation? Anybody here who's listening who's graduated, you know, most most of the time I think they would remember it's a very very joyous occasion because it's the the culmination of all the hard work, all the blood, sweat, and tears that uh, people have tried to uh, work on. And so I guess I guess I just miss graduation rights. Of course, it's a bit different nowadays because we're doing online schooling, and um, I think most current graduations are going to be virtual. It's honestly not as fun, I guess. But you know, we have to make do with the situations that we have. Uh, but yeah, I'm recording this uh, second week of May. School year is about to end for most schools, and um, I guess I just like to take the time to wish. All the upcoming graduates of 2021, you know, you made it through one of the toughest uh, school years ever imaginable in recent history. Uh, A lot has been asked from people. A lot has been asked from students. And uh, I think if you're a graduating student listening right now, or if you know someone who's graduating, uh, they deserve a really, really uh, great uh, round of applause and uh, just you know, honor them uh, for this day, uh, for this year, for this joyous occasion. Uh, yeah, graduation, man. Now, personally, uh, what I'm also excited about with the end of the school year is that uh, as a teacher, I tend to reflect a lot more uh, when school year is about to end. You know, in the past few days, because um, this this week that I'm recording, this is actually uh, the finals week in the school that I worked for. And so the past few days, I've been asking my students to answer this uh, self-reflection and evaluation form. Right? So it's similar to a sim- student's evaluation of teachers uh, in UP. So I, to- I-, I took that uh, concept and then I made it into a Google form and then asked my students to answer. Mainly because I want them to think about um, their performance. Right? I want them to realize uh, things that they might not have realized during the school year. Right? Good things, bad things, what have you. And also, I asked my students uh, how well did I do uh, in my performance throughout the year because I, I, I think teachers should be a bit more um, open and a bit more vulnerable and vulnerable in that sense because you know as teachers we ought to continue continuously improve and so evaluation forms like these I think could be a good way of uh, you know hearing what uh, hearing the side of students right uh, so I actually, you know, got a lot of responses. Almost everyone in, uh, almost all the students, right? I didn't make it required because, uh, but almost all of the students uh, sent in their uh, sent in their responses. And I guess I'll try to read some of them because some of them are really, really uh, poignant. Some are really interesting, and some uh, are really just, you know, <laughs> just really funny to be honest. Um, so yeah, one of the questions I asked was, you know, what was the most challenging part of the school year and why? And then I think a lot of my students just answered that the whole idea of online classes has been really, really challenging. Quote, the most challenging part was just trying to pay attention in class. Uh, another one, uh, quote, the most challenging part would be attending classes and not getting distracted since we are at home and it's easy, extremely hard to get to not get distracted, end quote. 
quote, I think the most challenging part of the school year was maintaining constant participation in class, end quote. And another one, quote, Honestly, I think it was trying to get a good grade. I was always stressed out about it and it really affected my work. And I think that was the hardest part rather than a topic. So it really gave me an insight that, you know, online classes aren't for everyone. Of course, online classes have been going on for the uh, past few years already in other uh, universities. But again, those are... Those are more mature uh, students. Uh, they're generally college students or working students, and uh, they have a better sense of responsibility and uh, you know sticking through it and all that. But for these students, who are mostly uh, high schoolers, right? Uh, it's really tough. I have to say, it's really tough, right? Of course, there is uh, occasionally that one student that uh, made a joke out of this question. Right. Uh, this student mentioned, "quote The hair on my legs are significantly hairier than the hair on my thighs." <laughs> well, I mean, it is non-academic, right? I, I asked because uh, I asked the question, "What is one non-academic thing that you learned about yourself this year?" And that you know, student answered that, and well, he's not wrong. <laughs> They're not wrong. It is non-academic. So, um. A lot of these kids really, if you're given the chance, I think they 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 would give you they would surprise you with uh, very poignant answers, right? Um, another some of the answers that I got for that question, the non-academic thing that they learned about themselves, right? They actually kind of brought a tear to my eye, and I just want to share them with you because I think we as adults uh, ought to learn from kids as well. So one student uh, answered, "Quote." To be kinder to myself and to love yourself before you could love others. It's cheesy, but it did help me. The things happening around me are inevitable and I can't control them, but I can work on me. In these trying times, I should have at least me on my side so I can cope when hard times come like our current situation. End quote. I mean, when I read that response, I was just floored at how mature some of these kids uh some some of these kids could be right another another answer was quote that i'm capable of many things as long as i have the right and right and steady mindset and the ambition it's honestly it's honestly sad how i'm not very like this anymore as the months pass yeah um i think a lot of the students really lost their drive especially in the middle of the school year um no matter how hard we as teachers try to motivate them it's really just taxing uh to everyone uh, I'm looking at some of the responses. I was just reminded of how um, how thankful I am to be a teacher, right? I also asked them some questions on what I've done well and what what can I do better, right? Uh, I really enjoy looking at these. I don't really get offended when some of the, when some of these students uh, point out my weaknesses. I mean, of course, it is for my benefit, like this this one kid, right? So I asked, what were some of the teacher's strengths? And then uh, this kid answered, quote, our teacher was good at being entertaining, end quote. All right? Okay. Uh, then I asked, what were some of the teacher's weaknesses? And then the same student a- uh, answered, quote, our teacher may have been too entertaining at times and a bit distracting. And well, <laughs> I admit sometimes, I mean, of course, in this online schooling, I try to be more entertaining so that uh, they don't get bored with schooling. But maybe at times I do get a bit overboard. And um, yeah, I think at least I'll have that to look back on. 
uh, as uh, as the next school year happens, right? Uh, and then I also ask uh, I also ask what if they have any uh, final messages for me, right? And uh, one student message uh, said, "Quote: I like your dog." <laughs> Uh, this is in reference to that one time or several times rather where I would bring my dog and put him in uh, my seat and then aim the camera at him and then pretend that he's the one teaching them so <laughs> I think a lot of the students are really, really uh, refreshed to see that kind of comedy uh, that kind of comedic relief comic relief rather and uh, yeah I think this student really enjoyed my dog <laughs> Uh, but I think one of the more uh, gut-wrenching answers I got or messages I got was from one of my students. Actually, uh, this student wrote a whole like really long, uh, really long message. It was pretty much like a short story in itself, right? But I'm just going to read an excerpt because um, I want to point out something, right? So uh, this student wrote, quote, Thank you for not just for being not just our science teacher, but a role model we can look up to. You actually kind of saved me from going further into the deep end last year. And then the student narrated how I helped um, how I helped them uh, from going further into the deep end. And then, right. You, uh, quote, you talked about not being too hard on yourself and to recognize your strengths and weaknesses, cut yourself some slack sometimes and take care of you. It was like a wake-up call and realizing that and realizing that made me really reevaluate myself. I was in tears. <laughs> I don't usually... Uh, I don't know. Right. Uh, then the student continues to write, Thank you for being sincere and someone we know we can trust. I'm tearing up. Should I just handwrite this with tear blots on the paper and send you a big joke? <laughs> you know, uh, that really hit. That really hit me. I think that was the more, the most, uh, the most gut wrenching message I got in my short stint so far of being a teacher, because I really think it tells a lot about. Us as educators, uh, you know, we don't we don't usually see uh, these people's uh, these kids as uh, the, the the home lives rather of these kids. We don't know what they're going through, right? Um, some of them could be really struggling. Uh, some of them could be really have, having a really tough time. And um, I guess I was just thankful that I was uh, exceptionally kind that day. Uh, of course, we ought to be kind every time, right? Uh, but I'm really thankful that I got to help this kid uh, and that uh, I could see that they're really thankful as well. Uh, I remember uh, when I did my last uh, live class for all of my students, I actually gave them uh, an end of the school year speech. <laughs> so uh, I actually pointed out five things that I want them to learn. Right from my class, and not just uh, these are actually these are all non-science related classes because um, I thought that these would be actually more important for them to learn uh, rather than knowing that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Right, so the first lesson was to recognize their privilege. Right, a lot of these kids, uh, where I'm in a private school, and a lot of these kids are uh, 
blessed, right? Uh, as we we should say, because they're, of course they're going to school and they have um, you know their needs uh, their needs met at home, right? And so I want them to look at uh, their lives and not feel guilty about having the good things in life, but rather use that privilege to be better people and to be uh, more understanding of others. The next one I thought to them, uh, the next one I mentioned to them was uh, to listen to their body, right? So what I mean by listening to their body is that um, if they aren't feeling well, they should really take note of that. They should validate their own feelings, uh, understand that it's okay to feel uh, sad at times. It's okay to feel stressed out, tired, right? And of course, uh, from a health perspective, uh, I want them to keep healthy as well, right? So especially at a time like this. The next uh, lesson I taught them was to be thankful, right? This is kind of part of the privilege talk. Uh, you know, gratitude allows us to really be more appreciative of everything that we have, right? And to look at things uh, in a better in a better lens, right? Especially at a time like this. The next one I thought to them was to have hope, right? So having hope, I, I thought them. I read this somewhere actually from I think from Edutopia from, from an article in Edutopia.com. Um, hope is similar to kind of like hope is kind of like a skill that if you don't if you don't practice it enough, right, it will uh, it will get weak. Uh, just like with any skill and with any uh, muscle, I suppose you have to train yourself uh, how to have hope. Uh, because uh, if we lose all hope, then you know, sa type pollutin, where where will we go? So sometimes hope is uh, a powerful thing. It could drive us to pursue our uh, dreams and to pursue uh, better things for us and for others. So uh, I thought that I told them to you know always have hope. And then finally, uh, I want them to be kind. And I think this would uh, be applicable to all people, not just students, not just uh, teachers, uh, but to everyone, right? Uh, we live in a very chaotic world, right? Uh, getting more chaotic by the day. Uh, and I think kindness really goes a long way. It doesn't really have, it doesn't have to be, you know, them having to donate to community pantries. Of course, that would be great if they could. Uh, but more of, uh, just in their everyday interactions. Because again, going back to this student that, that sent, uh, that sent me this message that I saved them from going further from the deep into the deep end. You know, uh, my parents taught me to be kind to people. Uh, my faith taught me to be kind to people and to love people for, uh, you know, for who they are, to genuinely care for others. And yeah, I think we as humans, I think we ought to be kinder to the world around us. So yeah, about commencement, I guess uh, I do owe you all an explanation as to why uh, I'm taking a break. First off, it's just like a summer break, to be honest. Uh, in the past few weeks, right, uh, I myself have been getting a bit stressed out, right? Not because of the podcast, uh, not because of my work either, right? But I guess it's just the usual um, tiredness that one gets uh, at the end of every school year. And I feel like uh, I just need a break, right? So, um, uh, 
you know, I don't want to burn out. I've experienced what burning out feels like, right? And uh, I don't want that to happen again. And so uh, I will try to take this time off to really uh, work on myself. And at the same time, I, I want to do better in this podcast. Like I want this podcast to improve, right? I, I see a lot of things that I know I can improve on in terms of my workflow, in terms of how I uh, research and write these episodes, right? Uh, sometimes I would uh, honestly there are times that I just feel like I don't want to make an episode for the week uh, and I, I don't want to do that because I love I love this podcast and I love doing this right this is not required of me this is just something that I want to do because I really feel passionate about teaching but you know as most people know right passion isn't enough right um passion isn't enough you need to take time for yourself to take a break even if you love something right uh, so much you still have to take uh, a break from doing it uh, because otherwise yeah you'll, you'll end up burn, uh, burning out and then you'll resent doing it and i don't want to resent ever i don't want to ever resent doing the podcast so uh, i'll just need to take uh, maybe a month off maybe two right i'll definitely be back for next school year right so that might be around august or september right uh oh no actually i'll i'll definitely be back for the anniversary of this podcast because the anniversary is coming up i believe right Uh, if i remember correctly i started this podcast uh late july of last year so i'll definitely be back for that anniversary episode um and actually it won't even be a full hiatus that i i'm not really like not going away i'll be churning out um some i'm thinking about doing compilation uh episodes right especially about the three questions that i do at the end of um every episode if you're an avid listener i you know what they are so i'm thinking about compiling uh, some of the great answers and hopefully that would um I would help a lot of people uh, and to understand and to understand what goes on in uh, these different and wonderful educators. So there, um, thank you very much uh, for joining me this week and for the past, uh, you know, for the past uh, several months. Right, I'm really, really thankful that uh, you guys listen to this podcast. Uh, I'm really thankful that um, you know. This is, uh, this is something that people appreciate. This particular topic that I'm doing, uh, I started this podcast with just trying to look for an education related podcast that is applicable to Filipinos. And, um, when I couldn't find a lot of those, I decided to, uh, start making one. And now I actually see several, uh, podcasts out there, uh, of course, of, various topics uh you know these uh, indie podcasts so shout out to podcast ph there's a lot of podcasts there so you can like definitely look them up uh there's a facebook group uh there are a lot of uh podcasts uh made by everyday filipinos and um yeah and there are also several uh, education podcasts as well so uh some come to mind uh i remember uh well, we had Sir Red Medina of Hainayan at Agham a few weeks ago, so shout out to him. Uh, there's also another one that uh, I really want, I really am interested in, right? So, just trying to remember what name is. There, it's the OAC Teacher Podcast by uh, 
I believe Jolo, Jolo Lagman. So shout out to him. You're listening, right? Uh, yo, we should we should talk sometime. <laughs> we should uh, we should definitely do uh, an episode together. And also, there are a lot of other uh, podcasts, educational podcasts out there. So I'm really glad to see this uh, industry uh, booming uh, and you know just growing. And uh, I'm really thankful to all our listeners that. Uh, It's really because of you that we do this, right? Uh, that we continue to do this. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Pisar Tales. If you enjoyed this, uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Pisar Tales. If you have any messages or comments, if you don't want to do that, you can email us thepisartales at gmail.com. The original theme music that you heard and will hear was composed by EJ Adrilin. Once again, this is Sir Jay wishing you a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.